What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Greetings and welcome in to the Wacom Preps podcast. You're listening to episode 174, a special video version. I'm Rylan Spencer. Along with me, as always, Tyler Anderson of Wacom Preps. Tyler, how are we doing? Doing fantastic. It's been a long time since we've talked. Uh, and uh, we were talking about when everything was over, we're going to start doing some interviews. And this is uh, one we've been wanting to do for a while. Yeah, you and I... Uh... You and I haven't even really talked that much in the last <laughs> like month, month and a half. We got so sick of each other after the football season. We said to heck right. with it. Yeah. Um, Tyler, tonight, as I mentioned, we have a, a little special video version. So let's get right into it. Uh, <laughs> wrote a little intro here for our uh, for our special guest tonight um, with us all the way from Ferndale. He's the reigning number one player in the Wadcom Preps, a top 100, a grower of nice hair, and a TikTok legend. He wants to know, <laughs> Stanwood, what happened? It's Mr. Landon Hatchet. Landon, how we doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are y'all? Happy to be here. Excited good. to get this going. Yeah. I, I am good. I'm good. Tyler, are you good? Heck yeah, man. I'm always good. Perfect. Yeah. Um. Landon, obviously you're committed to the, or excuse me, signed to the University of Washington now. Um, we, You and I had, and Tyler obviously too, but we'd kind of talked about what your timeline was like. If you graduated, when are you headed to UW? What does the rest of the offseason look like for you? Yeah, I've been, I've been graduated since January, um, late January. Um, UW is on quarters, um, so I was not able to make it in the winter to early enroll. Um, and early enrollees usually would for winter workouts and, and whatnot. Um, but I'm heading down March 26th, going to be there for spring ball. Um, so right now it's no school, lots of working out and, uh, quite a, quite a few hours of free time that I'm still trying to figure out what to do with them. So, uh, it's been a nice little break, but a little boring at times. Uh, you played in two postseason all-star games this year, the, it's the Under Armour All American Game. Is that what that one is? Oh uh, yes. And that was and that was in Orlando. And then yeah. you had the Polynesian Bowl, which is in Hawaii. I mean, talk about two just great locations. But what was that? Uh, what was that experience like? Uh yeah. I mean, coming from Washington, you don't you don't play a ton of guys. Um, you know, at at huge levels. Um, you know, I think. I think one of the best things about playing in the post postseason All American games was just kind of getting against, um, you know, really good competition guys like myself and and you know better uh, at Under Armour All American game and the Polynesian Bowl. The number one defensive tackle was there, David Hicks. Um, played against him in the Polynesian Bowl, um, so you know it was great just to get reps against uh, guys like that. But then you 
you also get to go and have these super awesome experiences that um, very few people get to have. Uh, I mean, how many people get to say they went and spent the all-star week in Hawaii, right? So, um, you know, it was an awesome experience. Got to learn a lot of new stuff, um, you know, outside of football as well. Um, got to meet a lot of great people, uh, guys I, I could definitely say I'll be friends with for for a long time. So uh, it was it was one of the better high school experiences I've had. That's awesome. Um, and speaking of high school experiences that you're not going to be able to have in the spring is playing baseball. Of course, we've watched you play baseball throughout your high school career. Uh, but tell us about, was it about six years ago or so, about that baseball run that you guys had as on the 12U Cal Ripken team? Yeah, that was back when I thought my future was in baseball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've said it many times, but I always thought I was going to be playing college baseball uh, until high school. Then I kind of flipped the switch a little bit. But, um, yeah, that was one that, I mean, I still remember that like super vividly um, that uh, the, one of the biggest things was regional semifinals. We were playing this team called Coe County and we, uh, I was pitching that game and I almost made us not go to the world series. I hung a fastball a little too high and he put it about 400 feet. Um, but <laughs> Dylan Strong <laughs> came in and closed it. But um, that was like one of my first true times, like really traveling with the team and, yeah. Um, spending a, like a long time playing a sport somewhere else. Um, and, you know, at, at 12 years old, once you come back from winning it, you think, you know, you're on top of the world. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had this little parade in Ferndale and everything. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that'll forever be one of my big memories with my buddies playing sports. But that, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a that was a huge deal. And your dad was on the coaching staff uh, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, tons of, you know, Jake Mason and Jordan Mason and Isaiah Carlson and and Hunter Jones was on that team. Yeah, it was just I just remember that very, very well. And I couldn't wait till all you guys got to high school and see you guys play. So um, uh, how do you think uh, the Ferndale baseball team is going to do th this year? I mean, there's still a lot of really good players on that squad. Yeah, no, it's got a lot of – I mean, I'm trying to think of – I mean, we got a whole lot of main positions returning. Obviously, I won't be there to catch and yeah. be in the lineup. But uh, I think they have a great shot this year at, at, at league and, and playing well. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the younger guys look like this year for baseball. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, if we can have a couple young guys come in and fill spots, I think they're going to have a good team. Yeah. Uh, Landon, obviously your older brother is at the uh, University of Washington. Rumor is, though, there's a younger hatchet coming through that thinks he's a quarterback. Is that what I'm hearing? It's it's slowly fading out. So uh, he was always <laughs> quarterback or, or like, really in our youth programs. The quarterback is the main running back. Uh, we run like, like a it's a wing tee, but it's like a almost a triple option. But you just it's. Anyway, so he always has been the quarterback running back type. Uh, and this last season, he split it. So he played half the reps at right guard or pulling guard, as we call it up here in Ferndale, and uh, half the reps at fullback. So, you know, he's getting a little bigger, getting a little taller. Um, but, you know, we, we keep telling him he's going to be an offensive lineman. I think he wants to be as well. He told us this next season he's going to be putting the hand in the dirt and, and going. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's that 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 really warms my cockles that, that <laughs> makes me really really happy um <clears throat> obviously though you, your older brother you got to play alongside him uh as a freshman 
that had to have just been really fun to just experience. But now you're headed to UW where maybe a little bit of competition down there, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I like to tell him I'm better than him. He likes to tell me he's better than me. So um, there's always going to be competition between us. But uh, I'm I'm just excited to get back with him. And, um, you know, with him being there, I've got to know the locker room well and know all the coaches already. And, um, you know, it just makes things a little bit easier. But, um, you know, you already have that connection and, and bond with the O-line group. So I'm excited to get down there and play with him again. Um, definitely will be a cool experience that I'll cherish. With him being at UW, I mean, and I would imagine this might be an easy question to answer, but him being there, did that have a big sway in your decision? Um, uh, not as big as some people think. Um, I tried, I tried to take the recruiting process as if like he didn't have anything to do with it because that's how you get caught in something you you in like a bad situation for yourself. Like I could. I could have hated UW, but only went because my brother's there. And then I'm in a bad spot for myself. So the whole time I wanted to, you know, pave my own path through recruiting, go to the places I wanted to go, take my own top five. And, you know, um, and UW really just ended up staying there the whole time. Obviously, I'm not going to say Garen had nothing to do with it. Um, there's there's no way to fully look past that your brother's there and you could play next to your brother. But um, he didn't have the biggest impact uh, that some people think he did. Uh, I know that um, there was a lot of other schools like you were talking about. There was a there was a fun moment a few summers ago when we were both in Ann Arbor at the same time. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we almost were able to make that work. But uh, but I'd, I'd read somewhere or I can't remember where I saw it, but that Michigan was was pretty close too for you. They were uh, they yeah. were right there the whole time. Right. Like I. I mean, there was tears shed on in my house between where I was going, uh, especially after the official visits. Like, I took I took four visits to Michigan, which is not you don't usually fly across the country to go visit a place four times. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to be so sure on my decision I was making, and I mean, there was other schools in there that were like you know right there at three, but I, I mean, really the whole time it was UW and Michigan uh, yeah. for me and. You know, it really came down just to a gut feeling. I couldn't I, – I really couldn't pin one thing on why, hey, I'm going to UW over Michigan. But, um, I mean, because just being honest, I think I'd be really happy either way. Um, so, you know, just kind of gut feeling, UW made sense and, and stuck with it. Uh, how many official visits did you end up taking? I took all five. Uh, so which, which – what are the five? Uh, I took Oregon. Uh, USC, Texas A&M, Michigan, and UW. When when you think about those those official visits, uh, what are some things that stood out? Are there any you got any good stories? Anything that happened where you're like, man, people don't know what goes on on these official visits. It's a lot, uh, and then we had to like really cram them in. I, I mean, we had I had three OBs in like a span of two weeks. I had a weekend, a midweek, and then another weekend. Uh, just because I was like kind of running out of time, I had to just cram stuff in. And man, I probably put on like a cool 20 pounds. Uh, <laughs> they feed you so much. I remember my very first official visit was Oregon in April, last April. So coming up on a year almost. And the very first thing we did, we went out to get food. And I go up and there's just a huge like T-bone steaks, the bone sticking out. Like you couldn't even put it on your plate. <laughs> like these guys go all out. Um, 
you walk into your hotel room and there's, I mean, I've posted videos of it, but there's this huge organ box with any snacks that you want. I mean, they text you before and say, hey, what's your favorite snacks? Your room. I had the whole, I had two whole boxes of Voodoo Donuts, like 12 in each. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I didn't know yeah. what to do with myself. And they gave me like a, a, a suite. So I had two, two beds, two rooms to myself. Like, they put your family in a whole other room. You just got your own room. And so, I mean, they go all out and... Um, you, it's fun at the time, but if you don't watch yourself a little bit, you're going to, you're going to be regretting it. Um, no. <laughs> so, you know, that's always fun. Uh, they make you feel like a king for a little bit. Um, but you know, that's not the biggest part of officials, uh, get in, see coaches, get in the locker room with the guys, go out with the guys, um, you know, just kind of feel how, how, how it really be being there. Um, but I mean, just besides the food and stuff, there isn't really any like super crazy stories. I remember at A and M, Chance, you know the little uh, slingshot cars, like the three wheel cars or whatever. Yep. Chance got to go out and ride around in one of those. <laughs> well, I was gone. I didn't even get to do it. I was like, okay, so <laughs> you know, uh, getting little brother in there, but uh, they're fun for sure. But like I said, just gotta watch yourself a little bit. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? Five names? Yeah, I think it's time. All right, Landon, I'm going to give you five names. It's going to be one at a time and just kind of give us uh, your general thoughts on who that person is. Uh, if you have any good stories about these people, um, I, we are more than happy to hear them, um, especially maybe the last two, I think, okay. uh, most importantly. Uh, the first one on the list is a name that we're all very familiar with. We'll give it to you here. Jake Mason. Oh, man. I was just with the, I'm with this dude all the time uh <laughs> i mean jake is we have a grad party together but me and him have grown up really through sports um all of our lives so um if i had like if i had to define a best friend i'd say jake is is it but um shoot stories i have so many can you throw him under get... the bus with anything can you give us anything that would make him go i can't believe he's telling that story? <laughs> <laughs> oh man let me think um uh, I can tell you this story from the World Series. Actually, Jake's gonna hate me for saying this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we were little twelve-year-old kids. And we were at practice the first day, um, and my dad's the coach. And me and Jake, he, my dad's hitting ground balls, and Jake makes a bad throw. And my dad's like, you know, he's yelling at Jake, and Jake's all types of pissed off, like saying stuff under his breath, da, 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 da. whatever. And I, I get up, he's like, hey man, he's just trying to coach you, man. Like just being like, you know, that's my dad defending my dad a little bit. <laughs> And me and Jake got into a little tuffle that, that day, but um, I don't know. Besides that, I don't have any, like, too many uh, throwing them under the bus stories. We made up, like, an hour later. <laughs> but <laughs> since then. That's that's what boys do, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get in a fight. I remember, I remember one time I, I, my my buddy busted my nose up pretty good. Next you know, we were shaking hands, high-fiving each other, and eating burgers, like, 25 minutes later. I mean, <laughs> That's what, that's what boys do. Uh, you mentioned your dad, and that's going to be our second name here, Bill Hatchett. Tell us, I mean, what are your thoughts? Um, tough, tough youth sports years, <laughs> I would say. I, I would say I had it worse off than a lot of people did in youth sports, not just because, you know, he's your dad. You get done with practice, you're riding home with him, and he's your head coach. So you, you, don't, you don't hear the end of practice until you go to bed. Right. So it's always 
um, you know, you feel like he's always coming down on you and when he's trying to coach you and, you know, you're just a little kid. So you're just like, you don't know what to do with yourself. You just wish he'd stop. But uh, you get coached a little harder during practice, but uh, I'm definitely glad he did Not looking back on it now. I think he has really um, helped develop the player I am now. Um, so, you know, he's my dad. That's not so bad. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Much love. Um, we've never done this before. So in the five names, it's always been people. This one here, I'm going to give it to you. It's going to be a little different. Okay. This name here. So, I mean, it's names, right? So it can be literally anything with a name. Right. This one here, the Linden Lions. Oh, man. Uh, love, hate, I would say. Um, And I say that because, one, I love our rival – our rivalry with them. It's one of the best things at Fernando, one of the best things you look forward to. I think the hate part's pretty, pretty clear and obvious just because we're from Ferndale. But I mean, also those are some of the guys I grew up playing sports with too. Um, you know, as much as you may hate each other that one Friday night in the season, we're the rest of the year, we're out hanging out with each other and um, having a good time together. So um, I think the main thing that comes to my mind is love hate with, with that name. Donnie Hennigs. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I love me some Donnie. <laughs> we, we all love Donnie. <laughs> um, okay, one of the main stories that kind of comes to my, my mind is um, during practice, it was one of the first weeks, and we were talking about how we ran our belly, um, one of our belly plays, and I was trying to convince him that I had always skip hold up to the linebacker in our belly. And I had like, no question about it. I had, and Donnie was trying to tell me different. He said that I was wrong. Uh, anyways. So I told Donnie, I'm taking this to the Supreme court. And so I went over to Planko who is our Supreme court. <laughs> and <laughs> I brought up the question on how we run this. Da, 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 da. Anyways, I won the Supreme court and I have not let that drop against him ever. <laughs> I've always, always, and he's going to say, even now, if he watches this, he's going to say that I'm lying, and I'm not. <laughs> oh, he's going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, the guy you just mentioned, Jamie Plankovich. Uh, he is uh, – okay, so kind of fun story. Since my freshman year, there's just been, like, this little thing on the team where, like, a whole bunch of the dudes called him dad. Like, he's – like, he's – I mean, we are so close with him, and he is such a great coach, and – and mentor that, you know, some kids literally felt like, you know, they had that connection with them. And um, he's another one of those guys like my dad, I could say he's one of the reasons I'm where I'm at. Um, Not even just football wise, but just as a person, he's always been a great dude to go out to and talk to and uh, been a great mentor. So, uh, you know, love coach Plankovich and excited to see what he could do with the group of boys this next season. That's a good segue. I was just going to ask you about about next year's team and just kind of what you feel it it could be like. Um, obviously, your class has a lot of upper echelon talent in it, but you're not left. You're not really leaving the cupboard bare. There's some there's some talent coming back. How do you see uh, the Ferndale team next year? Uh, yeah, like you said, our our class was pretty deep, especially on the line. Um, yeah. But. With that being said, since we had been 
playing for so long on varsity, there's there's some young guys that people haven't seen before or haven't seen yet and, uh, that we know can actually really play and ball. Um, so I have no doubt in my mind they'll come back and be, you know, your typical Ferndale team um, with the guys we have come filling in. Like you said, we have young guys already there like Talon Bungard and Zach Nielsen and Connor Walker, uh, Bishop Uchi. You know, they all can still play. Uh, so we have a, you know, big group of, of leaders that can come back and some young guys that are very confident can come in and fill some, fill some spots and do well. Awesome. Well, I have a little game for you here. If you're ready for it, uh, this is a fun thing to put you on the spot. Done this with a few coaches and different guests. There have been eight players since you've been starting on the offensive line last four years that have rushed for over a hundred yards in a game that you've been blocking in. Okay. So there's eight of them. So you just run them down the best you can. Okay. Um, Jake Brosell. Yep. Thomas Brosell. Yep. Isaiah Carlson. Yep. Zach Nielsen. Yep. Halfway there. Ryan Pelton. Yep. The ghost. Oh, okay. People are going to hate me for if I get anything wrong here. Well, those are the those are the five I expected you to get, you know, pretty easily. The other three, two of them, I think you'll probably it'll be tough. One's gonna be really tough. I'll, I'll just I'll tell you that. Okay. I'm there's one, and of... there's one that I'm surprised was not oh, on the list. Talon Bungard. Yep, Talon Bungard. Uh, his parts hundred probably came against in that Seattle prep game. I think. Yeah, he had almost two hundred in that game. Yeah. Running behind um, you the whole time. Oh, man. Did Elijah McCormick have one? That's the one I'm surprised did not. I think he had like 85 was, his, was oh, the most man. he had. Yeah. How about Mark Colbert? Yes. He did okay. one game, 100 on the nose. That was the one I didn't know you would get. And there's one more. And this is a tricky one. It's, I mean, it's kind of a tricky one. I don't want to give away any reason why. Oh, man. I feel like it was like one run and he had like 95 yards or something like that. No, not necessarily. (laughs) Oh, what? Would it maybe? Would it be? Oh, no. Would it be Bishop? No. Just scrambling? Oh, no. No. I have an idea. Oh. But I. Because I'm reading into what you're saying, Tyler. Uh huh. And it's somebody who doesn't normally play their running back position, maybe. Not no. It's not that. Hmm. It's there's 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 two different hints I could give, but one of them would be a dead giveaway. So I can give the other hint if you guys want it. Give it. I would really appreciate the other hint. <laughs> it happened this year. Oh. Oh man. Dylan Moore? No. It's going to throw you off because it happened in week one against Linden. Oh, JJ. Yeah, because he was hurt, and then he was hurt the rest of the year. Oh, dude, he's going to kill me. JJ's going to kill me. (laughs) Sorry, man. Oh, man. But that's the way it is when there's so many guys. It's always hard to forget. You know, I asked Coach Lepp how many thousand-yard rushers he's coached. I asked uh, Patrick Ames how many all-state tight ends they've had. And uh, what was the one? Hey, he did way better than Jake Locker did. Yeah, Jake Locker was was his own family. That was a hard one. That was a hard one. one. Yeah, but that was there's so many lockers and 
And uh, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, when there's, when there's so many of them and stuff, I, Josh Kraft, how many, all the different guys he connected on touchdown passes with, I think he got oh. all of them. There was like 13 of them or something. So anyways, you did pretty good. That was a good job on the game, but yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe but, like, I forgot about but JJ. JJ. But JJ getting hurt, I mean, imagine, I mean, him playing this year, how, I mean, he was just, and on both sides of the ball, how benefit yeah. how beneficial he would have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we still talk about that, but like like JJ, I mean, he was kind of like Jason uh, the year before. Yeah. We didn't right. have Jason, and he yeah. would have been huge as well, so. Yeah. We've had a couple guys due to injury kind of really miss out. And Isaiah last yeah, year. Right. I mean, sure. But yeah. The other thing I was going to ask you about was your freshman year, you're starting day one, right? First game, you go to Lake Stevens. And that team was that's that's probably the best high school team you guys played in your career, would you say? I would say them or uh O'Day as well, my freshman year. O'Day that right. year was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that was and that, that, that crossover. O'Day, I played against I played across from Owen Prentice the whole game. Yeah. Who was also at UW now. Yeah, and he's gonna be your freshman. teammate, yeah. Yeah, I, he he beat me up pretty good, but he's probably <laughs> one of the strongest indiv- individuals I've ever seen. Like he is that guy is he wants nothing more than to be a lineman. Like that's what he is. It's yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. But, Lake Stevens was definitely a wake up to uh, varsity football. <laughs> was that, that was, a, was that at Lake Stevens? Yeah, yeah it was at Lake Stevens, yeah. and I specifically remember I was so nervous before that game. And usually, you go out and get one snap in, and it's like, all right, it's just football. You're playing football, but the very first play of the game, they had I forget his name, but he was six foot seven, like true, true six seven, lined up at, at like a one tech. And we ran boot pass out of the gate, first play of the game. And I was blocking him, and he kind of, at the end of the play, like grabbed my face mask and like kind of pulled me down a little bit to the ground. And my brother came over and like, this is after the whistle, kind of smacked him, um, got in like a little fight. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, this is like no way this whole game is about to be like this. Like, I was, I was like, I was like 5'10, 5'11, 245 at the time. Like, I was little. I was not I was not big playing varsity bowl, but um like I said, that game was definitely a, a wake up. Was it <laughs> would that have been Dylan Kalaney, maybe? Oh, maybe. D- did he play anywhere? He he's at Wazoo right now. Either that no. or it's um I can't remember. Um there's a big there was a really tall kid that um had an offer from Morehouse. Um I can't remember his name off the top of my head though. It might have been him. Kid. I don't think he ended up going somewhere like, like huge, but okay. Yeah. Oh, the, and there was another kid too that ended up at uh, Montana Tech. Logan um, uh, Logan Bruce was on that team as Logan well. Logan Bruce was. You had yeah, Dil, uh, or Devin Kalani, excuse me, Devin Kalani at left tackle and Logan Bruce at left guard, and then Wyatt Hall at center. That is one of the best like <laughs> three on the left side that I I can ever remember seeing in high school football. Yeah. Um. Hey. So. It's not often that you see a uh, a wing T offense where the center is pulling. At what point did that become a thing, and how did it how did it go down? Did did the coaches come to you? Did you go to them? Like how? I mean, you just don't typically. First off, you don't really pull a center at all. But there's a few guys that do it. Jason Kelsey does it. But uh, at what point did that happen, and kind of how did it go down? 
Yeah, it started my sophomore year, that COVID season. Um, but like the the backstory to it is, um, so my eighth grade summer going into my freshman year, I was like, I kind of realized I was like, hey, I got a shot at playing my freshman year, and um, but like, where am I gonna plug in at? And there was one open spot, which was the center spot. Um, all the other spots had seniors in it. I was like, okay, if I if I want a shot at playing, I'm gonna have to go win the center spot. So. I trained that whole summer and, and fall camp at center, got the spot. Um, and we were still kind of running the traditional, like the two guards, the tackle will pull. Uh, I just back block, maybe climb to the second level here and there, but just kind of doing the basic wing T center thing. Um, just cause you know, I was just playing my responsibility, doing my role. Um, and that next summer going into my sophomore year is during summer workouts and coach Plankovich was there and I kind of went up to him. I was like, Hey, I just want to get your thoughts. Like, am I going to stay a center? Uh, do you want me to move to guard just to pull? Just because we had lost so many linemen that year going to that year. Um, and he's like, I think I kind of got an idea of what we're going to do. Um, it's going to be different. And I was like, Okay. And he's like, How do you feel about kind of combining like playing center, but also pulling? And I was like, Okay. Like, I was, I was super down. Um, because I love playing center. Um, but I also wanted to, pull again um so we kind of as fall camp started we started repping that kind of changing up plays and um you know what we do to different formations um who's pulling when um and you know kind of from there it really just took off um Plinko said he liked what they will do a center normal wing tee but he also wanted to get out in, in open space and, and pull so um we kind of stuck with it from there i don't know i and again, like moving the next year, I have no idea what they'll do. I don't know if they'll stick with it or go to go back to the normal thing, but that's kind of how it came about. Well, at least now they know that uh, if they have an athletic center, don't get too. Yeah. I call it the athletic, but they could, uh, <laughs> they could, they could pull a center if they need to. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the things with, with the wing T, one of the knocks, maybe if you will, People do say that, you know, linemen maybe aren't prepared uh, as far as, you know, pass protection. Are there things that you've done to work on that uh, as you've gone throughout your high school career? Yeah, I've been I've been going down to uh, FSP uh, for sports performance since my freshman year, specifically because I'm not in a passing offense and I wanted to get the the training in. I kind of learned from my brother a little bit. That was one of the things he struggled with going into into college was his, his past pro game and stuff. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a jump on this. Um, and, you know, really started focusing that a lot more outside of Ferndale um, and just kind of kept training it, kept honing that in. Um, so a lot of – a ton of my past pro ability came outside of just playing football. It was a lot of camps, five-on-five -five tournaments, uh, and just training. I mean, you guys know we'll probably go throw a ball maybe twice in a game, so you don't get a ton of pass pro at Ferndale. But, um, you know, I've, I've gotten my pass pro pretty honed in. It's not, definitely not perfect, but um, I'm happy where I'm at with it. And that was uh, a lot of just stuff outside of Ferndale. So. I got to ask a question about the punt. We have to do it. <laughs> we owe him money. Or not him, but we owe the yeah. <laughs> We owe Ferndale money. We owe him yeah. 66 bucks. Yeah. Um, that was just a fun thing. You know, we're talking about it during the Ferndale preview. And you go out and do it. How do you talk the coaches into doing that? Obviously, it's a late in the game against Mount Vernon. You're up big. 
Was that something you talked about during the week or was it during the game you said, coach, coach, let me punt? No, so it was um, – I mean, after that that episode came out, I was kind of like, sometime this season y'all are going to have to let me punt because <laughs> like, it was just going to have to happen. Um, and – I've, I don't, I've made up some terms like a contract agreement with <laughs> Coach Hosel, and I forget what it was, but it was on our, it was supposed to happen against Getzel, our senior night, if we were up by enough, um, and, you know, it was fine. But then I, like, I busted up my ankle pretty bad that game. Mm-hmm. Um, right before I was about to go do it, so I was like, shoot. Like, I thought, like, it was done out the window. <laughs> and I was like, and so after the game, I was, uh, like, Monday – as we as uh, as we were watching film and doing that, I went back up to Holzel. I was like, "Hey, what about this week?" And he's like, "No, we can't do it with your ankle. Not gonna happen." Da, da, da. Like we didn't know uh, we didn't know if I was gonna play that next week. Oh I guess. wow! Um, so it kind of we kept going on. I I kept taking care of my ankle, um, and I played I played the Mount Vernon game like probably like sixty like percent on just on the bad ankle. I was like. But it was like it was like in a boot with how much tape and stuff I had on. I was like, just let me do it. And I, I don't like making excuses, but I would say that's one of the reasons it didn't go quite as far as I wanted it to go. <laughs> it was it wasn't bad. Okay. I mean, the 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 extension I was really impressed with. I mean, the issue is it went higher than it went far. So well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I was able to talk him into it that week, and it was really at the game I kind of talked him into it. But Planko. I remember Planko before I went out, he like grabbed my shoulder pad. He goes, if you get hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, so, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't touch the punter. <laughs> I know. If you, if you catch it cleanly and you're an athlete, you've caught plenty of things. You've caught from Jake Mason. But yeah, that's what I said. That's really what Planko, he's like, dude, he's like, do not run down and try to make the tackle. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Oh my goodness. That would have yeah. been hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> That's awesome. When I when I saw, I, I remember exactly where I was. I was I was actually I was in Ferndale in line at McDonald's coming back from whatever game I was at. I think I was at Baker, and and I'm sitting there in line at McDonald's, and I get this message from you with the video showing the that your brother took, and I just started laughing and sent it to, or you might have sent it to both of us, and then I saw the oh, film yeah. later. Oh, it was great. I just. I love that kind of stuff. And yeah, was, I didn't even know a cool. chance was going to get a video of it, but he got a really good video of it. Yeah, so. yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Uh, I was going to talk to you about a few other things with sports, too, because obviously, you know, you led Walking County in home runs last year as a baseball player. Were there any other sports other than football and baseball that you played growing up? Yeah, I played basketball through seventh grade. Uh, being honest, I wasn't very good. I was kind of just big man down low. They got rebounds here and there, but they could have used um, it this year. <laughs> yeah, I so after my seventh grade year, I I stopped playing basketball because I wanted it again. I thought I was a big baseball guy, yeah. Because so, I want so I wanted to focus baseball, work baseball um, mm-hmm. through the winter because we had uh, inside pitch, which is where we had our training for our, our team. Yeah. Uh, they had like winter workouts and winter training, so I was like, hey, I want to do that. So uh, stopped playing basketball and and really stuck. Suck baseball. Uh, outside of those three, uh, my dad would take us up skiing a ton. So we all grew up skiing. Um, he had me up there when I was when I was two, I think, was my first time I went up. So wow. um, those three and then uh, lots of skiing outside of that. Nice. Also, uh, 
By the way, this is sitting here waiting for you. Oh, yeah. I never texted you back. Sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. I got a, a trophy number two here to hand out. So I'll, I'll drop that off um, soon. We'll we'll connect and I'll, I'll be able to do that. There's a few others I haven't been able to hand out because they were uh, away as well. Uh, but congratulations on the uh, Lyman of the Year times oh, two. Thank you. So, yeah. Awesome job. The, the Ryland Spencer Award. That's right. No. Well, <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> I, I need to give out just a like wh- whoever and and maybe we'll start it next year tyler i'll give out my own award just for center yeah whoever yeah. i pick to be the best center in the county although yeah. the last couple of years it would have been this freaking guy and he doesn't need anything more to pump up those tires no, yeah uh hey, landon <laughs> you get to take tyler to one restaurant in whatcom county tyler's buying <laughs> what is it what are you having what is it oh man in whatcom county in whatcom county that's tough that's really tough if you said ferndale i would have had that answer locked in real quick but whatcom county man well tyler's buying so i by the way he's not buying i just made it up but yeah no no (laughs) he likes to he likes to throw money at things without uh, saying anything to me first it's pretty pretty funny yeah tyler's money is is in my pocket yeah I think I got okay. I'm a huge breakfast guy. Like breakfast would be my go-to meal, no matter what. And I've never been able to eat at this place, but I've heard it's like awesome for breakfast. And I've never been there, which is the Birch Door and uh, off the Guide in Bellingham. So I would love oh. to go there, and if I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> can you eat, can you eat sixty six dollars worth? Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> we probably can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Tyler, I, I wouldn't put it past him to eat. No, I. Hey, no, it's breakfast. No. Breakfast yeah, is usually pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, All right, I heard so. there it's not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, so what? What is the breakfast then? Like, if if you were if if you had uh, let's say Gordon Ramsay making you breakfast. Uh, what do you, and and if you can pick anything, what are you getting? Okay, I'm definitely gonna be be fat for this one, so I gotta nothing wrong with that. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely just like a normal like just American breakfast, like eggs, bacon, toast, hash browns, meat hash browns, huge hash brown guy, and I I just need like a stack of pancakes, and I think I'll be happy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Now tell me this: can 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 you put away the food? Like you know, like can you really, like if if you set? How about this? Beth's <laughs> Cafe in Seattle has the twelve egg omelet. Have you ever seen okay. it before? No. It. I mean, it looks like a floor mat. It's it's twelve <laughs> eggs, and they fold it over on top of itself, and then they put. I think it's like a pound of hash browns underneath it. And so I went in there to try it one day, and I got through about nine nine and a half eggs before I was just tired of eating eggs but uh i went in there and i walked right by the dish pit right where they're doing all the dishes and i went oh wow look at that i didn't know they serve pizza here no they don't serve pizza there that's what the omelet comes out on is a pizza pan <laughs> oh <laughs> could you could you give it a go could you could you give the the 12 egg omelet at best cafe a go like are, are you a big eater if you need to be for sure. I think if I'm coming in, especially in the morning on an empty stomach, I think I can get it down for sure. <laughs> well, like, we no. might have to try to make that happen one of these days. <laughs> oh, Best Cafe just reopened <laughs> not too long ago, and I need to give it a shot again. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I think I could do it. <laughs> you breakfast eaters freak me out, man. I can't, I can't a, do, I can't do breakfast. breakfast. 
I can't. Well, I like the food, but I can't. If I eat before 11 a.m., I get sick as a dog. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Could you imagine if I ate breakfast? I'd weigh more than both of you. Oh, well, I don't know about goodness. that. <laughs> not, 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 not put together. Just... I don't think you. I don't think you have the frame for it, Tyler. Yeah, I'll, I'm trying. I'm trying, man. Oh, Tyler, what do you got? Anything? No, there. I'm sure there's other things, but uh, man, it's just, it's just been so fun to watch you, Landon. Because over the years, I mean, I look at your picture that I took when you're from your freshman year to now, and it's just like two completely different people, and yeah, it's just a little different. It's just been really fun to watch you. And, and personally, I'm, I'm glad you stayed at center because uh, I think that you kind of revolutionized the position, especially in Whatcom County, doing things that no one, no one's ever done. I think that out of all the positions, I can easily say you are the best in Whatcom County history at that position. I don't, I don't, I think it's harder. It'd be harder for me to pick any other position and say that, that this person is the best at what they did. And so I just think it's, it's just been awesome to be able to cover you, see you in person, do do your thing, and it's uh, man, it's been it's been awesome. I'm glad you get to keep playing, and we get to keep watching you. No doubt, I appreciate it. And uh, the talk, speaking of the pictures, that that picture, Ryland, you always bring up after the Squalicum game for my freshman year, and I just look like I just don't have a clue in the world what's going on. <laughs> oh man, that picture gets brought up. I, that was put on a. A, a projector screen in school one time in one of my classes like somebody just put it up there it was brutal that picture still haunts me a little bit to this day like just people like bringing it up but you really do uh, look out of it in that picture like i just like i just remember i was like i'm not smiling i, I just don't want to look like i have a straight face and it, I, it wasn't a straight face i looked like i just was done <laughs> <laughs> the, well that was, the, a, uh... that was a crazy game it's the attempted like tough guy pose, you know, where you like you yeah, want to like, not show emotion. I, I, that was and that was like my first ever like media picture too, like ever. So yeah, you know, also well, also Tyler would have taken the picture there. before, but yeah, a little different when I show up, right? I mean, I'm just uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was for my two four seven account. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that that is actually really funny. It is it was for your two four seven account, wasn't I it? Remember, yeah. Ry- I remember right I remember when you took that, you sent it to me and you said separated separated at birth with uh Joe Consensus. <laughs> they, remember that? <laughs> yes. And I was, was like, Whoa. That was the night I met Joe Consensus, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah. man. Uh so Landon, <laughs> so I've called you ugly over the years. Yeah. First off. I think you know that it's like actually a term of endearment in a way. Oh yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think he's I think he's over like this shoulder right here, Joe Nash. When you talk ugly, that guy's ugly. When you like, do you do you take pride in in kind of like being that guy where like tape on the wrist or you know like those types of things? I think you have to if you want to be a good lineman. Um, I mean, there's no way you can go out there and play the game. As like uh, as a pretty boy, you know, as being soft. I think you have to be a little bit ugly and want to get after it and and get dirty. So, um, yeah, I think there's no way to be a good lineman if you don't play with that kind of edge. That's what the uh, not this hat, but the uh, run the damn ball, right? Oh yeah, that was awesome. Thanks. Uh, that came from uh, Busting with the Boys Barstool, yeah. and I I got it, and, and then Jake got it, and we we're like. Screw it, we all got to do it. So we all got it. And every time we were up on a team, we're like, we weren't playing in the second half. We always threw them on and 
and kind of I don't know how other teams felt about it, but we liked it. Well, how it about was, okay? So you mentioned busting with the boys. So uh, Taylor Lewan, Will Compton, yep. Compton, Nebraska guy, by the way. Uh, but Taylor Lewan, Michigan guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's been some great linemen that have come out of Michigan over the years. I mean, tons of them. But yep. when you think of the guys, you know, uh, in the NFL linemen that you uh, is there guys you look up to, guys that you pattern your game after? Jason Kelsey would be the main guy, I would say for sure. I Not mean, a bad one. With how I've played the position and how he plays the position, it's like, I mean, there's, I don't think there's a better person to. You might um, even be bigger than him. Yeah, he he's not a super huge dude. Well, no, he's only speaking. like 290, 295, and he's about 6'2". Yeah, I mean, we're probably about the same height. I might have 10 pounds on him, but he's, uh, yeah, not a huge dude, and that's obviously relatively speaking to NFL linemen, but, yeah, um, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's a freak, and I've definitely loved being able to watch him and kind of try to pattern my game after him a little bit. I heard I heard a guy on the radio not too long ago, and he he said something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, with your centers, they got to be three fifteen, and they got to be this, and they got to be that." And I'm sitting there going, "The best center in the NFL right now is under three hundred pounds." I mean, yeah, Jason no. Kelsey, you could make an argument he might even be a top three center of all time, and he's under three hundred pounds, and that that really you know blows people's minds when you actually break it down and you go, "Hey, Jason Kelsey is not a big dude." but he's a technician. He's really, really smart yeah. and he's just athletic. I mean, you, you see that guy get out on the run sometimes, man. And it, that's why Tyler, you and I talked about it multiple times on podcasts over the last two years in that game against Garfield that you guys had, where there was a poll and uh, you got out on the run and, and, and I described it as basically like you didn't even get your hands on a guy, but you blocked him for like 10 yards. Do you, do you remember the play I'm talking about? Yeah, it was, um, Oh, uh, man, I'm trying to think. I think it was a fly sweep of Thomas behind me. It's going to Garfield's Garfield's side. But I remember that because um, going into that, that, that dude I blocked was Michael Montgomery. Yeah. He's going uh, – Where is he going to Portland State? I think he's going to Portland State. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. So we kind of knew about him going into the game. Um, and he's an athlete. So it was like – so on the polls, I didn't want him to slip under and kind of take a back route to Thomas. So what I tried to do on the – getting the edge was get the edge as fast as I can. And then one of the things I I like to do, and I've done it multiple times, is like you almost try to hook your arm on top and kind of latch down on them. So it's not like you're holding, but not really. Um, oh, you're holding. Yeah. Yeah. You're holding. <laughs> but so, I mean, yeah, I did that a few times. That was one of them. So you kind of just get up underneath and latch on and, and run with them. But um, kind of like you said, out in space, like what Jason Kelsey does, People think you just need to have these huge blow up blocks and and whatnot, and um, being a lineman out in space. If you could just get in someone's way, you're I mean, you get your job done. So um, I tried to not focus a ton on just killing people. When I had the opportunity, I would, but um, I want to get my job done first. So it's actually funny because if you watch your brother's film from high school, he had a lot more of those like pull and just absolutely destroy somebody. Whereas yeah. you and and it's not it's not saying one way is right or wrong, but I think that you maybe blocked a little bit more in space, whereas more whereas he was more like coming down on somebody and just absolutely destroying them. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, that's yeah, for sure. That's my dad always has said that. Garen played with like Garen in high school played more like almost like dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just kind of 
run and hit somebody and go go kill somebody. And I I've always I've always thought I was a little bit more technical and and you know thought more about body placement and um you know just extra stuff to do past just my own block. And I mean Garen did that stuff too, but he was more of just a run and just kill somebody. Um, so you know you know you need you need both you need both worlds uh, to be really good. So. I still think his freshman, I'm pretty sure it was his freshman film. I want to say it was Winterhawk Layton was the one that sent it to me. And uh, it, it was probably some of the best freshman lineman film I've ever seen because linemen typically aren't mean and aggressive as freshmen. Yeah. They're usually a little more, you know, apprehensive and, you know, they, they don't want to just completely get after it. You know, it's, it's almost like the, the, it hasn't, you know, clicked on yet, you know, but, uh, yeah. it was, yeah, he was, he was, man, he was fun to watch. Uh, Tyler, do you got anything else? Yeah. I just wanted to ask really quickly about playing, getting kicked out the defensive end this year was a little, was a little bit different and how that came about. I mean, obviously you have the athletic ability to do it. Was it something that you approached coaches to, or did they come to you about it? No, no. I going into this season, I was like, okay, I'm three tech again. Like I had played three tech my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Yeah. Um, and, like, the first week uh, we had, like, a spring practice or, like, spring practices. Uh, Coach Holdo came up to me. He's like, hey, like, we're going to try bumping you out just here and there. Like, it wasn't, like, a set thing, just kind of, you know, rotate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that for a little while. And then came when it came to fall, I, uh, he pushed me out to edge fully um, so we could put Fetty back in, in the middle. Um and I, I think, you know, really, really just thought that was our best rotation and best four that we could have out there. Um, so I just kind of stuck and, um, you know, I enjoyed it. Towards the end of the year, they let me drop back into uh, linebacker every once in a while when it was an empty package. And so, you know, I had, I had fun with it when I when I could. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing that a few times when there's five wide. Yeah, you just kind of drop back in the zone, and I'm like, man, look at that guy. It's awesome, man. Looks like a big polar bear back there dancing around. Um, and and that another thing that you were bringing up earlier about, you know, when you're up big, you get to you know you get to cheer on the backups in the second half. Um, that's always fun because you know those guys do a lot in practice. But there was one game I want to say it was against Oak Harbor and uh where you were having fun with some fans i oh. believe some some oak harbor fans what what was that because i was sitting about 10 rows behind that area and i didn't know were they razzing you about something or what was going on there no it was a whole bunch of there i mean they were just like yelling my name isaiah was right there with me and they're yelling at zay i remember zay was like i'm, I'm not looking at him i'm not looking <laughs> okay so i turned around and I was like, I was like, what's up? Like, I was trying to hear like what they were trying to say. They're like, yeah. you know, trying to talk, talk a little crap or whatever. But um, they're like, hey, how do we get to your student section? It was the first thing they said. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So I was, you know, I was literally just kind of talking with them. I was just yeah. having a conversation. Yeah. And then Donnie came over and ruined all the fun. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I knew a couple of them from baseball, but I don't know. It was pretty funny. Uh, I just, I got a kick out of it, you know, and that's, the thing I think we've all watched you over the years is that, you know, when it comes down to business, no one's going to get it done as good as you, but at the same time, you, you, you can have fun. You, you know, you could do a lot of different things. Like we said, TikTok legend, all that stuff. 
it's it, it's so it's it's a lot of fun to kind of to gather all that over the years and uh i was i just happened to witness that and i thought man you know even the opponents they know everything about him they're yelling his name i was like this is this is cool and then i turned around and you're smiling and waving back and i'm thinking and he knows how to have fun with it it's not gonna let it's not gonna get to his head you know so it was pretty cool yeah i'll try not to take stuff like that like super seriously um because you know especially like locally every, yeah. if you if i mean everyone's gonna know know anybody like you know you're like little like almost like little celebrities in whatcom county that people know yeah um so you know you're gonna have people yelling at you and trying to get in your head and chirping you and all the time so uh you kind of got to just take everything with a grain of salt and and just keep rolling with it so try my best to do that yeah tyler anything else i think we're good i think we're good yeah landon if you got one question for tyler what would it be (laughs) Uh, oh, actually, yeah, I do have one. What made you start? Oh, man. Well, it's kind of a few different things. I used to write for the Bellingham Herald, and um, and about 10 years ago, I started this History of Whatcom County High School football page for Facebook because everything on Facebook was so negative. So I wanted to create something positive and something that I knew and then about five years ago, right around this time, right before the state basketball tournament, Bellingham Herald put something out that said, we're not covering high school sports anymore. And, um, but they have been doing football the last few years. You know, Michelle goes to a lot of games, and so there is coverage there. But they don't really do anything else at all. And so a lot of people reached out and said, hey, there's not going to be any more coverage with high school sports. What can you do? And I thought, well, I'll try to create my own thing called Walk and Preps. And um, yeah, it's just been crazy. And I, you know, and I, I just love the, I love the high school football is my favorite because um, it's so organic. You know, you're, it's like what you guys did at the 12U tournament when, when you won the World Series is that you're, you know, you're going after something that's, super high with a kid you go to science class with you know what i mean it's it's the same kids and i that, that's what i love about the high school um experience experience i i played played in high school so i i i've been there and i know what it's like so i i feel like you know a lot of reporters haven't done that so i kind of feel like i've been there i've been through the practices you know i've been snot bubbled i know all that stuff so um it's it, it, I just I love the history of it. And I love how, you know, the generations and everything. So I just, you know, I just thought I got to do something with there's less coverage. I got to make it more. And I feel like I've upped the game for the Tribune and the Cascadia Daily News coming in and all that. I think that it's we've made each other better. So uh, that's that's basically it. Yeah, for I sure. Like High school yeah. football is the last level before it, it turns into a business, for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, especially nowadays with the NIL and all, <laughs> right. these, yeah. all these things going right. on. But yeah. uh, all right. Well, he's Landon Hatchet, Tyler Anderson from Whatcom Preps, whatcompreps.com. Uh, Landon, I would say I would uh, take you out to my favorite burger place, but it's in Stanwood and you're not really allowed in that town anymore. So uh, I, I went I went back since then. and I <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, we will. Uh, what we'll do is, once you get down to UW, uh, one of these days we'll grab uh, we'll grab your brother and we'll go to Varlamos. You ever been to Varlamos? I have not. 
They got calzones the size of footballs is what they claim. Oh, perfect. And they are huge, <laughs> and they are really, really good. The meat calzone, baby. It's a big one. Uh, all right. Tyler Anderson, Walk and Preps, walkandpreps.com. I'm Ryland Spencer. Landon Hatchett, thank you for your time. Thank you, guys.